You're listening to True Story, a night of true tales told to friends. One bit of news is that we just passed the 4 million download mark. We're thrilled that you enjoy these stories as much as we do. The following story came to us from our friends at the Stanford Storytelling Project and the Department of Theater and Performance Studies. It was August 15th, Vancouver, on the University of British Columbia campus. It was about 5.45, and um, I got on the bus, and it was nothing really special necessarily, but I sat down next to an older-looking man who was about maybe 70 years old. He was wearing a tweed blazer and corduroy pants, and he was just looking out the window. And even though it was Canada, we didn't talk to each other. <laughs> and I remember halfway through the ride, the, the bus stopped. This is kind of curious because it wasn't a scheduled bus stop or anything, it just stopped. Um, and so at this point, he and I exchanged a look. Uh, and then the bus driver gets out of the bus and walks around to the side and starts smoking a cigarette. <laughs> we look at each other, we're like, oh, okay, okay. And the, the door to the bus is open, and so the smoke starts blowing into the bus. And at this point, we're chuckling, you know, we exchange a few more looks. And then the bus driver gets back in and starts driving again. And that's the end. We don't continue our conversation then. Um, and I expected him to get off the bus before I did, but he didn't. He stayed on the whole time. And so by the time I was getting off the bus, he was too. So we got off and we started walking next to each other. And at this point he turned to me and he said, hi. <laughs> he said, hi. <laughs> and he said in a really thick accent, I'm Zoltan. So, hi Zoltan. I'm Nicole. <laughs> um, we started walking together. We got to the place where I would normally turn off to go to my hostel that I was staying in. But he was walking in a different direction, and I didn't really have anything I was doing, so I just decided to follow him in that direction. <laughs> um, so Zoltan and I are walking through the University of British Columbia campus um, through these really tall, looming, steely buildings. I realized that we're going to the beach, and to get to the beach, it's on a cliff, so you have to go down a really winding, steep wooden staircase through these really tall, looming redwoods, just this very intense jungle sort of atmosphere. And so we get to the edge of this path. And at that point, I realize that we haven't touched base. You know, I'm not sure if he wants me to come on this walk. <laughs> I'm not even really sure where we're going. I'm not sure if I'm leading the walk or if he's leading the walk or if he's thinking the same thing. And, you know, we just exchange a look and then proceed into the path. <laughs> at this point in the conversation, I've gleaned that he's from Hungary and he came here in the 1950s with his wife to escape the Hungarian Revolution. So we're walking down and, and it takes about 10 minutes to walk down the path and then we get all of a sudden to the bottom of the path and there's no more jungle and it just opens up into the most incredible mix of colors I think I've ever seen in my entire life. Like the, just the layers and layers of mountains in the distance. It's that mixed with all of these colors in the sunset. That image will be in my mind forever. But you know Zoltan's walking very deliberately and so I keep following him. And the beach itself is made up of these fist-sized rocks, you know? And walking on it is almost like walking on marbles. It's kind of uncomfortable. And at this point, I didn't realize we were going to be walking for more than an hour, so I kind of regret bringing my backpack. But, you know, I'm very committed to this walk. Um, so I'm following Zoltan, and he's walking very deliberately. And, and this beach is also a nude beach. It's called um, Wreck Beach. So there are all these youths with their tents and their guitars and everything, you know, Zoltan and his tweed blazer, and me kind of following him a few steps behind. And, um, we're just walking along this incredible vista. We walk for probably about half an hour, not very, not very talkative, either of us. Um, both committed to the walk now anyway, so what do we have to say? And then finally we get to this circular 
turret-shaped building. It's made out of brick and some tin um, and some sort of metal, and it's about 20 feet high. And he explains to me that this was the destination all along. It's a World War II monument, and they used to use it as a turret during the war, and now it's a monument. And so when we get there, he just sits down, looks out in the ocean for a little while. And after a few minutes, he says, this is where I proposed to my wife. And she died last year on this day. We got up after a few minutes and just walked back the way we came. And across the beach, through the jungle, and back across the campus. And at this point, it was dark, so he walked me to my house. And there was construction all over the place. I remember we were standing between these two brick buildings, standing on the grass. And we spent three hours together. And I could tell throughout the time he, he'd come to feel like he was in sort of a, um, a fatherly role for me because he knew that I was in Vancouver alone that summer. And so, you know, it came time to say goodbye. And uh, I said, Nicole, can I have your number? When are we going to see each other again? And, you know, I always do that when I meet people like this. Like, I always, I'm like, yeah, okay, of course. Like, here's my number. Like, we'll be in touch. And then I feel like doing that just, it rips the experience for me and turns it into a latent possibility. I said, Zoltan, I don't think we are going to see each other again. But thank you for the walk. True Stories produced by Daniel Steinbach, Zandra Clark, Kevin Townsend, and me, Will Rogers. Our theme music is by Daniel Steinbach. To learn more about True Story or to host your own True Story party, head over to our website, truestorytime.org. We always love hearing from you. Coming up next on True Story. And then you would have to do something. Go to the ketchup pump in the cafeteria, fill up your palm and stand up on a table and then slap yourself across the face. (laughs) You would have to. Everyone, I hardly know you, but when something comes and grabs a hold, take the hands that open up a life that's led is something gold I've been alone I've been so long